Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Hey, everyone. Before we start the show, here's a quick word from ZipRecruiter. 2020, a new year. It's the perfect opportunity to take your business to the next level by hiring the right people. But finding qualified candidates can be challenging. ZipRecruiter.com slash begin makes it easy. ZipRecruiter sends your job to more than 100 of the web's leading job boards. But they don't stop there with their powerful matching technology. ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes and finds people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one, spotlighting the top candidates so you never miss a great match. It's so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash B-E-G-I-N. ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters. Relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Zeska Show. Presented by BubbleGenius.com. Stuff is great, but it's like a lid. So tell me, tell me, where have you been? I haven't seen you, I haven't even... You haven't even called or anything. Where have you been? Well, Mom, I've been working nights. And? Um, well, tonight we were out late. We took a ride on the, out to the country, and we hit one of those deers. I tell you, where the blood came from. I told you. Jimmy told you before. I'm not sure. Anyway, no, remind me, I need this knife. I'm going to take this. It's okay? Okay, yeah. I just need to pull Bring it, it back, though, you know. Well, the poor thing, you know, we got... I hit him, and his, uh, we hit the deer, and his paw, what do you call it? The paw. The, the paw. paw the, the paw. Paw. The hoof got caught in the grill. Oh. I got I to gotta hack it off. Ooh. Come on, it's a sin. You're going to leave it there, you know. So, anyway, I'll, I'll bring your knife back if they do that. Anyway. Delicious. Delicious. Thank you. Why don't you get yourself a nice girl? I get, get a nice one almost every night, ma. Yeah, but get yourself a girl so you could settle down. That's what I, I need. settle down almost every night, but then in the morning I'm free. I love you. <laughs> I want to be, be with you. Why don't you settle down? <laughs> Did Tommy ever tell you about my painting? No. Look at this. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. I like this one. The dog, one dog goes one way and the other dog goes the other way. Well, one is going east and the other one is going west. So what? And this guy's saying, what do you want from me? Bob Seska! Bob! 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 The Bob Seska Show. <laughs> that was uh, Lev Parnas, Rudy Giuliani, and Robert Hyde at Mama Parnas's house. Having dinner, having some pasta. From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, January 16, 2020, and this is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. The greatest end soap ever. Hi, what's up? My name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi, day 1,092 of the Trump crisis, day 117 of the impeachment of Donald Trump, 292 days into the 2020 presidential election. Eh, we only have one goth ninja today. Are you kidding me? Well, let's do it. It is. Uh, uh, well, that was some weird shit. <laughs> I know you love the Jurassic Park version of this. I do. I do. It is T-Rex David Ferguson from the T-Rex Report podcast. Uh, Patreon.com slash the T-Rex Report. Go there. Support the show. And uh, thank, you for, thank you for joining me today, my friend. And uh, I think. Uh, oh, my pleasure. Jody is off in uh, Cabo, I believe. Uh, having a nice Cabo vacation. I asked her if she wanted to switch places with me where I go to Cabo with Lonnie and then she were to go to Colorado with my family, which is where I was. 
but I am back in the captain's chair. Uh, yeah, I seriously did. I was in a. I gotta say, you know, I. I would go anywhere with Lonnie just so I could get his, the secrets of his skincare regime. Have you noticed that he's got, like, really eerily perfect skin? He does. <laughs> I notice that. I notice that every time I see a picture of the two of them together. I go, oh, my God, what does he use to moisturize? Does he do, like, the Patrick Bateman routine in the morning with the I think know, this the, is a Los Angeles mask. Thing. We're just yeah. completely outclassed. We will never belong so. in Los Angeles yeah. because we just yeah. aren't pretty enough. No, no, you definitely know, it's not. Like, Our ruddy it's complexions, not- yeah. Like they had to get, you know, you have to get Botox just to get a driver's license in California, you know? That's right. We're not saying Lonnie has Botox. We're just saying, wow, look at that man's skin. That that man has flawless skin. Uh, Jody's husband, Lonnie. Uh, yeah, I said, well, maybe Jody could go to Colorado with my family and then I could go to Cabo with Lonnie. But uh, I had a great time in Colorado with my family. The only downside to being was it in, you with your family what's that well no no um. obviously not but the, the, i mean the, the only downside is that the, that climate out there where it is high altitude i think where we were at keystone colorado was 9200 feet in elevation mm-hmm. and altitude out there mm-hmm. and then the air is just so bone dry the last night that we spent there i think we spent four nights the last night it was like breathing sandpaper. It was so excruciating because, you know, it was snow most of the time. And then once the snow cleared out, it became sunny mm-hmm. and clear. It was that high pressure system, which further dried out the air. And so the next morning I woke up and asked around, I said, well, how'd you sleep last night? Off and on. The consensus was off and on. Was it really dry in your room? Oh, my God. Yes. Was it hot? Yes. It was blazing hot. And that's what happens because you, you end up going mm-hmm. in and out of the. Mm-hmm. You're out in the freezing cold, and then you come in, and it's blazing hot. And it's this. It's almost like a hot pocket where it's frozen on the outside, but blazingly, scaldingly <laughs> hot in the middle. Right. That's what it's like going to. Key, they can use this in their tourism. Going to Keystone, Colorado, is like eating a hot pocket. You know, with I just, your whole existence. Yeah. <laughs> I throw that out there. They can, they can run with that if they want. Um, yeah, but I, you know, everyone went skiing. I did not go skiing because I'm a coward. I think that's the. Well, this is the word. thing. Yeah. Per, me personally, I fell out. I had it was in a zipline accident when I was ten years old. Fell oh my god! Feet, broke my leg in three places, and then in the middle of all that, my parents got divorced. So, like, <laughs> sensations of falling are not oh, pleasant Jesus. for me. Jesus, like, you can't do not take me to an amusement park. Don't put me on a log ride, even or a <laughs> roller coaster. Like, none of that is pleasant. Yeah, it's like I'm like one of those cats that you pick up and they immediately start thrashing and clawing everything in sight to get down again. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, that's so got, yeah, I feel you on that. But I yeah. want to try cross country skiing really bad. That is like running if your feet are tied to the ground. That would <laughs> I like running. See, to me, the problem with cross-country skiing is working up the sweat on the inside. Again, it's like the hot pocket scenario. You're frozen on the outside, but you're sweating and blazingly hot on the inside. And that's, uh, I don't know how you would find some sort of temperature equilibrium there that would not give you some form of harrowing pneumonia or something like that. I mean, how do you, I mean, what's the appeal to uh, cross-country skiing? I, I don't quite understand it's beautiful. You see all this amazing scenery and yeah. the snow is gorgeous and the frozen air just sparkles. And oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, this is where my Swedish roots come in. I'm totally like, <laughs> yeah, give me snow, give yeah. me cold. You and Kimberly, like, man, I, you guys, you both I are suffer from- in the heat so yeah. bad. Yeah. I, you know, I got like my roots are from Ireland and Sweden. And I'm like meant to be living on a dark, cloudy island. <laughs> For, you know, That's right. and I live here in the blazing hot south, right? Where it's like you know, two hundred and ninety days of sunshine a year, and it just ugh. Well, you want to know? You want to know really why Kimberly and I have sex in the refrigerator? It's because Kimberly's like got this Norland blood. I mean, she she just loves that sort of <laughs> right. Nordic climate, and the only way to adequately well, I don't want to get into many details, but you know, <laughs> the only way to deal with that <laughs> oh, get in get in the fridge. All right, let's load up, wedge our bodies in there, make sure to break the jaws of life so we can get out. But uh, I gotta know, like you're both so tall. Do you have like a what is your configure is your freezer on top or bottom in your refrigerator? The freezer is on the top. 
and we just okay. remo- we just removed the shelves. See, I'm elaborating too much. The truth is that our entire apartment <laughs> is the refrigerator. That's the key. Right. That's the secret. It's not just that we're in the refrigerator. It's just that our entire apartment is the same temperature as like being in a refrigerator. So that's how we You're actually like renting a former walk-in cooler. <laughs> From a, <laughs> like I, I like your apartment. This door is odd. It, usually these are on. Oh, it's really cold in here. Yeah, that's right. We have. <laughs> look at the sides of meat. <laughs> that's right. We keep the meat and the outrage cold in our apartment. That's a. That's the whole point. All right. Hey. Hey. Let's dig into Speaking things. Speaking of outrage, we okay. got to talk about Les Parnas. Yes, let's do it. Les Parnas. Sing along. If you have any doubt, it's gonna take him out. Ukraine. <laughs> Thank you, Tiny Trump. Tiny Trump, I had to leave a uh, a feeder inside of a Tiny Trump's cigar box so he could eat while I was gone. You know, One like what you do if you're going to come in and he's just going to be cold and stiff at the bottom of his cigar box. <laughs> Dare to dream, huh? Hey, don't say yeah. don't say that about the. We'll have a funeral for him, and at the end, we'll flush a toilet. You know, the, um. you know those things if you have a fish tank and you leave the, uh, it's like it's shaped like a seashell, and you drop it in there, and it <clears throat> gradually releases food <clears throat> into the water so that right. your goldfish doesn't die while you're away. Uh, that's what I did with Tiny Trump. So he was he was fine. Well, we got to make this a date. We when when the Trump presidency is over, yeah, we will have a makeshift funeral for Tiny Trump and flush him down the toilet at the end. <laughs> Like all right, um, you're like a, like a hamster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we'll, we'll turn it just, into a party and have everyone over exactly. as we flush Tiny Trump down the toilet. You can't let that happen to me. No, you, we, we, we will because you will yeah. you will be done one of these days, Tiny Trump. Uh, okay, so what do we got here? So we got, we're talking about Lev Parnas here in just a second because that fucking interview last night. Oh my god. I okay. There's so I have so many questions. But before we even, how did this even happen? Yeah, like did the, his attorney just like call MSNBC and was like, uh, "Could you put me through to the Rachel Maddow show, please?" Yeah, yes, this is attorney for Lev Parnas. Right. Well, I mean, again, <laughs> that's the thing. I mean, I played the Goodfellas thing at the top of the show for a very specific reason because these guys are thugs, and I figured. This is so strange because you figure thugs have some kind of omerta, some sort of vow of silence where they don't rat out on their friends and so on. But I guess hmm. we've called this stupid Watergate to stupider Watergate. That's the name of this particular part of the scandal. So you have to bear in mind the uh, stupid part of that. Russian people are not super loyal from what I understand. It's not like we're here. We're, we're like our friends. We're with you throughout thick and thin. All the Russian people I've known. Even if you're really good friends with them, they still kind of find ways to let you know that they will eat you if it gets cold enough. <laughs> that's you know? right. Um, that's the, yeah, so that's the I, Russian tough guy thing. Yeah. And so I feel like Lev has, has sensed the winter in the air and it's like, hmm, he's like sizing up, you know, Igor's calves for roasting. <laughs> Right. Um, He's drawing the little diagram that you see on the side of a cow at a butcher yeah, shop. Exactly. You know, you get, take that. I'm going to take his back hip area and we'll for we'll, the chops. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We'll fry that up and maybe throw in some onions and some sauce and it'll be tasty. It'll and, be a tasty. Nice and a nice Chianti. And a nice Chianti. But I mean, yeah, before we dig into Lev, I mean, the, did you watch the video of the impeachment articles being delivered down to the Senate? I love Chris Lavoie's uh, tweet after that happened. He said, I didn't watch that. He said, I, listened to, I was washing dishes, so I had it on speaker. Well, Chris Lavoie tweeted, uh, Chris Lavoie from the Stephanie Miller show, he said, I love how delightfully analog this whole process is, which I thought was, mm-hmm. that was a great way to put it because it is. It was like a, a procession where someone in the front, the clerk, was holding the impeachment articles in some sort of container that looked like it was from the 1700s or something like that. And then really? it was, yeah, wow. and then it was uh, Jerry Nadler and Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi, of course, and then several others behind them in this whole procession from one chamber over to the Senate chamber, where then they, they walked into the Senate chamber with those articles, and then Mitch McConnell received the, the impeachment articles. I just love that. Was there a nun with a bell going ahead of them going, shame, shame, That's right. shame. Oh, man, if that could be the punishment, if we could do the Game of Thrones punishment for all the of walk. these rat bastards. <laughs> yes, the, sh- the walk of shit from uh, maybe from the White House down to the Capitol building, naked down the middle of uh, Pennsylvania Avenue with everyone hurling feces and vomit at them. That would be great, spitting in their faces and 
Yeah, cutting their hair off. That would you're that. kind of good. Okay, Bill, you're scaring me a little bit, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Am I getting too detailed? Am I getting too enthusiastic about You're liking this? this a little too much, yeah. Um, That's right. I, I mean, it was either that or the Ramsey Bolton solution, and I don't think we want to go down that road. That's a little bit gross. But, I mean, if they were to do the walk of shame, I think that's acceptable for them. I mean, cutting off all of Donald Trump's hair using really, you know, sort of dull and rusty scissors. That'd be great. Mm. Like old timey, like the kind of scissors they used in the Middle Ages. Boy, I, I, do, I can imagine a lot of enthusiasm generating about that. Now everything less than that is going to be a disappointment, isn't it? Are we going too far? Are we overreaching with our expectations for this? I think we might be. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you consider he'll probably die peacefully in his sleep at some at Doral. Well, no, we'll, we'll just simply be flushing him down the toilet. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you can't Shit. Yeah, if you like, there was a piece of graffiti here in Athens, Georgia, in one of the restaurant bathrooms. I can't remember which one, but it was like, if Elvis was so great, why'd they have to bury him in the backyard like a hamster? And someone wrote under that because he was too big to flush. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. I just heard. I guess this uh, this past month is the anniversary of uh, Elvis's comeback in Hawaii. That comeback concert, mm, the black leather suit. Yeah, the black leather suit, where he uh, apparently didn't use any drugs for a few days before that. I'm not sure if he was using them during the show, but he tried to get his shit together before that Hawaii show. But anyway, uh, we have Rachel's interview with Lev Parnas last night, which, I, you know what, the first surprising thing was to hear his voice. Because I was thinking full-on, like, Russian accent, but that was a Russian, that was, like, the best of both worlds. It was the Russian accent mixed with, like, the New York Mafia Goodfellas a soprano, accent. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Holy God. And so it I'm was, fascinated by his lawyer. <laughs> yeah. That guy sat there like so rigid. I know. And kind of wild eyed. Yeah. The whole time. I was like, is he, is he about to start screaming? Like, yeah. I just, I don't know. I kept watching him, waiting for him. Like, I was counting blinks at one point. Like, oh, he did blink. There he went. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was wondering, I, I was wondering why he was there in the first place because he didn't say a goddamn thing. Exactly. Yeah. Was he going to stop Lev if Lev got too close to the line or? Right. <laughs> well, I, I know MSNBC has been replaying the interview. <laughs> I, I think it just did just before we started the show today. But in case you haven't seen it, man, the, the big takeaway quote from Lev Parnas was President Trump knew exactly what he was doing. He was aware of all my movements. I wouldn't do anything without the consent of Rudy Giuliani or the president. See, there's my there's my accent for you. Very nice. Very nice. I, I can still do accents after being away from things for five days. Thank you very much. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, confirming. you act like you went to Mars, Bob. It was Boy. like only slightly less humid than what you're used to, and you're like, it was hell. The Mars it was horrible. The trauma. Yes. Oh you're my like, god. It was like I it was, was like let you off the plane, and you're like Schwarzenegger in a vacuum, like oh wow. That's exactly what I looked like as soon as. Well, it wasn't so much once we got to the plane. Once we get out of the car at 9,200 feet where Keystone was, that's when my face started to. Explode like Schwarzenegger in Total Recall. My eyes bulging out. I absolutely out. loved Colorado. Every second that I was there, really? I, 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 it was beautiful. Yeah, it's incredible. You know, like it was just the most. It was so beautiful, and yeah, it was uncomfortable sometimes going upstairs and things. Because you'd get winded really easily. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that was the other downside. The place where we stayed, the elevator was broken. So <laughs> these are all just for, I'm just hearing myself and going, first world problems, privilege problems, Bob. Come on. Nevertheless, nevertheless we still have Lev Parnas news here. <laughs> so I guess we, we, we need this the, music. The I whole thing was so bizarre. I mean, it was just so like. How is this happening in our country? I know. How is this like this is the, well, one of the president's right hand men? Yeah, who was out doing his top of the line, like top label, like I mean, you know, top priority bidding in Ukraine. Yeah, uh, I mean, that was what was moving through my head at an alarming rate throughout that entire interview, which is that if these bastards get away with this shit. Holy God, is there something terribly malfunctioning in the American system? Because it's so clear what they were doing, and it's been so well corroborated by everyone. I mean, there hasn't been a single bit of mitigating evidence to say, oh, no, they, what they did was commonplace. There was something that happens all the time. Yes, the president often hires thugs to go around and send back and forth texts about assassinating American ambassadors. I mean, that was one of the most alarming yeah, aspects of that. That was so bizarre. They're like, she's not on her phone, but she's on her computer. You know, she's yeah. talked to three people. And they're like, oh, he was drunk. I'm like, 
okay, wait, where is he getting this kind of granular level of detail if he's wasted? Yeah, right, right. Like, is he, I mean. We're talking about Robert Hyde. Robert Hyde, who is running for Congress where? Uh, (laughs) I don't think he's running for Congress anywhere, but if he did. He was. No, he was a candidate, like, up until a few days ago. He was asked to step down. He was running somewhere. Oh, my God. Well, it had to have been a heavily gerrymandered district then. (laughs) So <laughs> I don't see that guy. I mean, according to Lev Parnas, this guy, Robert Hyde, who sent all these texts uh, hinting that he'd like to assassinate Marie Ivanovich to get her out of the way so they can continue doing this plot with Barisma and trying to frame the Bidens. And so Lev Parnas was saying that he was just kind of patronizing Robert Hyde as Hyde was sending him all these texts, he was just replying, oh, great, LOL. You know, the sort of thing that you do when you want to just, you want to check in and respond. Connecticut. Yeah. He's currently a congressional candidate in Connecticut, Robert Hyde. Interesting, because that's also, that's a weird. The FBI went to his house today in Connecticut, according to The Hill. Yeah, yeah. Um, FBI agents were seen outside his home and office, and not surprisingly, but they were also seen climbing over piles and piles of empty Jaeger bottles. So I, I just I just made that part up. But I mean, apparently, according to Lev Parnas, this guy is always hammered. I mean, always hammered. And this is coming from a guy. Who and when talks a Russian with, says that, yeah, exactly. that's what I was going to say. Oh, my God. Coming from a Russian. That means that Robert Hyde must have like an IV drip of ripple or something like that while he's sleeping. That's how often he's drinking. Because, I mean, you have to get up pretty early in the morning to outpace a, a Russian on the alcohol front. I, right. You know, I've had like. In the past, drunken <laughs> late night back and forth with people about things. Yeah. And it didn't read anything like surveillance of a U.S. ambassador. In, <laughs> That's right. It just didn't. No. You know, call me crazy, but uh, I just, yeah, I don't see where the joke is. Like, we're just, oh, we're just drunk and joking around. Yeah. The, I, this isn't, I, I don't, this does not recognize anything like humor. This is like the Ann Coulter defense. Yeah. You know, like, I'm just joking. I'm just joking when I called those 9 11 widows whores. Well, yeah. Th- th- and in fact, this is the question. <laughs> it's like, well, you know, jokes require a punchline and humor, and there's all sorts of things that are missing, Ann. But go on. Well, I mean, this is the big umbrella question in all of this. And I wrote this down specifically to ask you do we believe Lev Parnas? I mean, I don't know. I'm sort of, I'm going, well, generally, I think he was believable, but I think think some of the details. I think there's a mix of truth and lies that he's still, I mean, because everyone else in the, you know, this whole cabal has been exactly that way. They've given away certain things and admitted to certain things and continue to lie about other things until they were absolutely positively forced to stop. Well, I think he's desperate to cover his own ass. And in that regard, he's got motive to say what he needs to say in order to wiggle out of legal jeopardy here. So I think maybe that might have been his motivation to go to Rachel or to simply present some sort of counter narrative to what he's been hearing on uh, right-wing talk radio and Fox News Channel and Donald Trump's Twitter feed. So maybe that was also the reason. But I, I do believe it was ultimately about, hey, look, I regret all of this stuff, so don't throw me in jail for too long because I wouldn't last very long in there. And it seems like that's, that might his, be his motivation. But in the, So in that regard, he could have been uh, extensively making shit up, but he it just didn't seem like it, it was... Bullshit. And I know part Everything of that kind is- of rang true to me, except for that when he was talking about Robert Hyde. Yeah. The whole business about who he was working for and where his orders came from and all that. It was abundantly clear that he was. I mean, why would he? I'm, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I completely agree with you. I'm right there with you on that, because it seemed like his excuse for saying LOL and great and whatever to Robert Hyde's threats against Marie Ivanovich. Uh, seemed like seemed like a guy who was cheating on his wife and trying to come up with an excuse. Oh, I wasn't really texting with that woman. She was texting me, and I was just trying to be friendly. Oh, sure, right. okay. That's why you sent a picture of your dick or whatever it is. You know, it's obvious that he was spinning that to make it seem like his responses mm-hmm. were just. And they were talking about other things, like as it was going on, like I'm going to set this up with this. You know, there was like other tactical or strategic stuff that they were working on yeah yeah right i don't know i don't buy it well meanwhile trump was uh fully aware of the efforts to pressure ukraine to dig up damaging information about the biden's on his behalf according to lev parnas he said that uh, in an interview with rachel he said he regularly communicated with top republican fundraisers regarding his efforts so it seems like that's the other big takeaway from this is that almost everyone was in the loop and in fact lev parnas said yeah everyone was in the loop so you've got Pompeo, you've got Bill Barr, 
was in the loop. What's fascinating to me is that it's kind of all for nothing because I don't think Biden's going to be the nominee. Yeah, well, that's just it. That's what they're and they're, and they're like they're like you know you, well if you try to subpoena John Bolton, we'll subpoena Hunter Biden. I'm like oh that right. will be absolutely devastating <laughs> to the Warren campaign. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, it was like, I don't. I really like they have Hunter Biden is the new uranium one. Yeah, like they are just completely fixated on him, and I'm like well I'll be sure not to vote for Hunter Biden for president. Right, right. What a creep. I mean, just like they're totally like herring off on one of their right wing weird just like. Guys, this doesn't mean anything to anyone but you. Yeah. Well, that's the big thing that we have to constantly reinforce in our heads. The big picture in all of this is that, one, Donald Trump tried to exploit American foreign policy in order to cheat in the election, undermine the Joe Biden campaign. And in the process, he also exploited American foreign policy in order to secure Senate jurors to be on his side, to vote on his side. Mm-hmm. So he's not only t- he not only tried to tamper with the election, but then he got impeached because he was trying with, to tamper with the election by using uh, American foreign policy to do so. And then in the process of the impeachment, he's trying to do it the same exact thing again by attacking Iran to appease certain Republican senators who are going to be in the jury for the impeachment trial. So my mm. my God. The, the brazenness with which this is being executed by Donald Trump. But we've been saying over and over that he's a trans. He's transactional. Yeah, right. Like right. That's the that's the nature of the beast here. That he gives and takes. You know, gives with one hand, takes with the other, and yeah. it just everything is for some other ostensible purpose. But well, you know, you I know, just, you know I once again, I once again, I've got to take my hat off to Nancy Pelosi, and I think we kind of touched on this a couple of weeks ago when Adam Schiff was also like, "Yeah, we can slow walk these articles over to the Senate." Yeah, uh, and we were like, "More shit's coming. <laughs> they must know. Yeah, there's yeah. going to be more evidence." And sure enough, you know, and yesterday people were talking. There was some Republican pundit on MSNBC, you know, going talking about how, you know. Pelosi had misplayed her hand by hanging on to them for as long as and no, someone no, no, was no, like, no. are you kidding me no. with the trove of documents? It just came out last night. Yeah. Like, I mean, she no. had, she has played. I this. think she knew. Yeah. I think she knew that there was, this was coming. Well, I think she's savvy enough to understand that when someone's out of their depth and then they start trying to scam the system, that they end up impeaching themselves, that they end up indicting themselves because they don't know what the hell they're doing. I mean, you know the best comparison to what Donald Trump is doing? I guess maybe an idiot version of this is that Donald Trump is making such horrendous decisions that it reminds me totally of Walter White. I mean, the whole thing with Breaking Bad. (laughs) Breaking Bad is just a series of bad decisions from an otherwise intelligent person. Now, Donald Trump is not an intelligent person. Donald Trump is nowhere near as smart as Walter White was written to be. But, I'm sorry, I'm lost in thoughts of Jesse Pinkman. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess who would Jesse Pinkman be in all this? Mike, P- no, nah, not Mike Pence. Pence, I said, I said Jesse Pinkman. Pinkman, oh. oh. <laughs> okay, gotcha. I got it. I got it. But Mike, I'm kicking but, to you, bitch. <laughs> but, but, but Mike Pence is in on it too. So I guess that works too. I mean, so what we also learned from Lev Parnas last night is when Mike Pence canceled his trip to Zelensky's inauguration, that was a shot across the bow. That was the White House saying, hey, look, we're serious about this shit. We're serious. If you don't give us this investigation, we're going to fuck you up. And that was absolutely what the whole plot was you have to Mm -hmm. announce an investigation into the biden's because whenever they say barisma what they mean is biden's and so if you don't start an investigation into the biden's you're gonna lose the united states entirely and not just on this set of javelin missiles that we're supposed to be delivered handwritten notes from the ritz carlton say investigate the biden's it doesn't say (laughs) anything about barisma yes that's right. His handwritten notes from the Ritz Carlton. Does that does that speak volumes about this or what? Let's just leave a big fucking paper trail of all the information so that as soon as investigators get their hands on it, we know exactly what was going on. Again, There's like a he's he had a thing for letterhead. I think that like Lev was like because he did some stuff on like Rudy's letterhead. Yeah. You know, it just he would be like, ooh, embossed paper. Let me take notes on this. Mm, dumbass. <laughs> I also noticed that I think maybe Lev Parnas is getting some hair care tips from Donald Trump because the 
oh my god the twisting turning uh trajectory of that guy's hairline <laughs> was fascinating i found myself listening carefully but staring at the hair that was just like just so desperate to take those three hairs and turn them into an entire coiffure was you know i didn't admirable. even really notice lev parnas's hair i was so riveted by his <laughs> lawyer's crazy crank eyes now like, wait a I minute mean, which which one of us is the gay one then these guys all look like shrek anyway <laughs> I mean, I just—I don't even remember if he has hair. I mean, they just—they're so—they're such little ogres. Yeah, they look like you know, like low-level mafia figures. That's what they look like. Like they should be standing there in a polyester tracksuit. I'm positive that Igor Fruman and Lev Parnas each own a wide variety of you know velour tracksuits. You know what I mean? (laughs) God, they—in fact, they own all of them. They've just gone out and bought every single one of them. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Trump threatened to withhold more than just military aid. As I was saying before, anything you need from the United States, we're going to just completely screw you, and then you're going to be left to deal with Vladimir Putin on your own. Good luck with that. You may, good luck getting maybe the French and the Germans to help you out with Putin. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and this was all, again, if Zelensky refused to announce the investigations, and that's all they wanted. They didn't want actual investigation. They didn't care no, if there no. was an actual investigation. All they wanted it is the appearance of an investigation so they could say, hey, look, they're investigating. Ha, look, you shouldn't vote for Joe Biden because he's a crook. And that's that's the extent of it. But it seems to me as if the smart move is, well, you already have 44% of the American voting population supporting you. You've got all of Fox News. You've got all of the AM dial on uh, broadcast radio. But he knows that's not enough. He well, knows but, that's I mean, not enough to legally win. Yeah, but I mean, at least he can make up any kind of bullshit and not actually have to do the thing. So he could go around. Donald Trump could have just ignored the plot itself and just said that Biden was being investigated and Fox News would report that and he would reinforce it on his Twitter feed and everyone would go, all the red hats would go, yay, Biden's being investigated. We believe Donald Trump, even though he's lied 16,000 times to the public in less than three years. And so that's all they needed. (laughs) They didn't need to do this whole plot in order to undermine Joe Biden. All they had to do was to say it because that's all Donald Trump does is he says shit that people go, oh, I guess then he must have actually done that. That must be the truth. And it yeah, is why? Never. Why have they gone to all this trouble? Yeah, they, I, mean, I mean, Rudy was in Ukraine like two days ago, wasn't he? I mean, they mm-hmm. just sent him back over there in the middle of every. Well, he's in the middle of a criminal probe by the Southern yeah. District of New York. Well, this is what makes it so frustrating because it feels like they're just daring us to hold them accountable. Like, oh yeah, you yeah. just try to catch us doing this shit. And that's what's the most frustrating thing about it is whenever I see a headline going, is Donald Trump lying about Ukraine? Do we believe? (laughs) Of course, he's Donald Trump lies about everything. He he's Donald Trump would lie to you about what he had for lunch. Okay, right. It just like he lies because it. I I I know the type. You see them in twelve step meetings all the time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they reform, but you know it's it's just it's not even lying so much as it's just bullshit. It's yeah. just this slick of bullshit that they coast on all the time, and they never expect anyone to hold them accountable or to call them on the math, which is always fuzzy, <laughs> you know. And it's just you know it's just bullshit, 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 and it's just how like really sleazy salespeople grease the wheels and get their job done. Unfortunately, he somehow managed to grease his way all the way into the Oval Office. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's all on bullshit and plotting. I mean, that's the thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, and Putin, well, that's what I mean. It, I mean, the whole plot to uh, attack the election, I mean, that's why he was elected. And so it's not a question as to whether or not Donald Trump did all these things. I guess the only question really should be, is there enough evidence to prove it? And... I mean, we see it in plain yeah. view. I mean, he's it's, admitted to it multiple yes. times now. He keeps saying over and over. I mean, this is the problem with Donald Trump is that he can't keep his fucking mouth shut. Right. He really is like an eight year old with a secret. Like <laughs> he just can't, you know, and he just like he blabs yeah. it and then he pulls it back and then he reblabs it and then he re like and it's just. Oh, God, it will end, right? I know, I know. Well, here's Please quite- don't let me have another heart attack and die before he leaves office. <laughs> oh, God. I, I just, uh, you know, I'm coming up on two years since a heart attack, and I just, I, I, I'm, oh, every man. time, it, like, I, it just, like, 
Oh yeah. my god, I almost died with him as the president. Hey, do, like, do, do me a big favor. Take care don't, of yourself. Just take care I am, of yourself. I, okay. I'm taking right, good care right, of myself. Right, run, good. I ran 5K today and... Because That's why there's, I'm kind of sleepy right now, actually. The, the, the selfish reason is because people think of my podcast partners as being like Spinal Tap drummers. That they just, all of my podcast <laughs> they I'm just the explode. Guy, I'm the guy who's, whose podcast partners all die. You know, that's I don't want to be that guy. So please, God damn it, take care of yourself, T-Rex. Okay, here's a big question, though. Is it too late to make New Year's resolutions? Is it too late? Is it, are we past no, the due date? No. Is it January? You wanted, yeah. It's never too late to have okay. a good day. Okay, good. Cool. To start what, over and call this a good day. What is it? What did you? What's your resolution? Well, in, in case you can't think of one, here's a suggestion: resolve to look good in all of your social media photos by, of course, wiping out all your fine lines, wrinkles, and baggy eyes with. Plexiderm. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, and under-eye bags in just a matter of minutes. And, you know, when I took the test, I, I mean, I don't use it on a daily basis, but I've used it a couple of times because I wanted to see, does this stuff work? And when I took the test, all I had to do was apply this powerful serum to my problem areas, and within 10 minutes... It was like seeing a new me in the refrigerator. And the best part is there's no surgery or Botox involved. It's all natural. Simply put, I was blown away by the test results. Ring in 2020 with confidence knowing Plexiderm is going to give you smooth, younger-looking skin in just minutes. The best part is it goes on clear, so nobody's going to know you're using it. Leave your under-eye bags and wrinkles in 2019 with Plexiderm. Bye-bye, bags and wrinkles. Hello to a new me. Go to TriPlexiderm.com. Use my code SEXYLIBERAL. Again, that's two words. Sexy liberal for fifty percent off plus an additional ten dollars off. You're not going to get that anyplace else. So use the code Sexy Liberal for fifty percent off plus an extra ten dollars off. This offer is also available by calling one eight hundred six eight five twelve ninety two and mentioning the code Sexy Liberal. Plexiderm is backed by a thirty day money back guarantee. Visit triplexiderm.com today. Use the code Sexy Liberal at checkout. That's triplexiderm.com. Code Sexy Liberal. Thank you. The Bob Show. Seska Show. From the ground, but six feet under. It's been so long since you were walking free and clear. We held you down and made you wonder. This is brand new music from my friend Richard Turgeon from Pennsylvania. Just released this song today. It's called Running for Your Life. Uh, link in the description to uh, follow all of Rich Turgeon's music. You can also find him on uh, Facebook and social media and every place else. And where he's releasing all this great stuff. I, I've been playing Rich Turgeon's music uh, on my stereo and in all of my projects for almost 20 years now. And I'm so happy to do it. Again, bobseska.com slash music if you want to submit your music. If you're a recording artist, don't submit someone else's music. Make sure to just submit your own music. And I'd love to play it here on the show. Thank you for doing that. Okay, let's move along here with uh, T-Rex David Ferguson. We only have one goth ninja I, today. Yeah, we've got yeah. goth ninja singular. I'm even lonelier than normal. You know what I did I'm, before I left for Colorado, David? I bought my own coffee mug from my own cafe press store. So is it yeah? is it like really like egocentric to be drinking coffee out of a, a mug with your own face on it? <laughs> Because that's what yes. I'm doing. <laughs> it's kind of almost like you're drinking it out of your own skull. <laughs> yeah, that's, oh man, that's some sort of weird, like mystical Ouroboros where you're you're drinking yep. your yep. own innards. And I don't know. It <laughs> is a snakehead eating the head on the opposite side. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. What is that song? That's a They Might Be Giants song. It's wonderful. Oh, really? Uh, oh, so is, what is yeah. it called? Ouroboros? Is that what it's called? I can't remember what it's called right now, but it's, yeah, that's one of the images in it. Is it? Oh, I see. I see. They write the best lyrics ever. Um, okay, so based on Parnas's remarks, it looks like Pompeo, Mike Pence, Bill Barr, all in the loop. And in fact, everybody. Oh, let, was we, let's talk about Victoria Tensing for a second. Okay, yes. Joe, Some Joe of you DiCenova. will remember. Yeah. Uh, the Scooter Libby trial. Yes. Scooter Libby, yes. Yeah, right. I remember when Victoria Tensing went in front of Congress and just told a just massive passel of lies. (laughs) And I think 
that it was Russ Feingold at the end of that session who was like, we would like to remind uh, Counselor Tensing that uh, lying to Congress is a federal offense if she needs to amend her testimony at any point in time. And she did go back and amend it later, but it was all very quiet. But I just remember that because she was just like this huge fraud. Yeah. uh, And was like a real kind of drag on the defense team, actually, of the Libby trial. And here she is again. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and they're all over this uh, Lev Parnas uh, series of uh, of stories where they like, well they're all best friends yeah yeah you know them and them and bar and I'm just like ugh that's who our attorney general consorts with these like discount yeah like Costco Fox News lawyers and their mothball smelling clothes and their ugh, yeah you know, bear just, in mind too that I think Donald Trump invited both uh, Joe DeGeneva and Victoria Tensing to the White House to meet with him about actually joining the White House, about becoming either White House counsel or something like, I don't know whether they would become co-counsels or I forget. But then he was mad because they were just gross when they showed up. They just were like, (laughs) looked like they had slept in their clothes. Yeah. You know, and he was like, I thought you were like TV people. You're supposed to be from central casting. You just, yeah, get him out of here. Get him out of here. But yeah, that's uh, (sighs) a, Joe and Victoria, they were involved in all of these uh, secret meetings that were going on around trying to persuade Zelensky to launch these investigations. It seems to me as if um, what Trump is doing and what he's always been doing is he is, and this is why everything is so screwy, because they're actually trying to apply Fox News fiction to the real world. And they're actually doing it with people from Fox News. And right. so, which is Joe and Victoria. They're Joe and Vic are constantly on Fox News Channel. I think that's why Donald Trump is aware of them. In fact, so many of the people that Donald Trump is aware of in politics are just simply because they were paid analysts on Fox News Channel. And so that's why everything looks so screwy right now because it's this fictional world of Fox News being superimposed onto objective reality. And so, of course, it doesn't work. Of course, the puzzle pieces don't fit. Of course, it looks insane. And the imagine taking, I don't know, taking the pages of Lord of the Rings and building a government based on <laughs> Lord of the Rings and hobbits and elves and dwarves and, you know, mystical yeah. magic. It just, no, no, it doesn't work. You can't do that. I really want to read A Very Stable Genius, the book by Carol. Um, is it Carol Lennig? And um, what's his name? He is apparently just like you know, staggeringly mis just doesn't know, doesn't care to know. Like he was at Pearl Harbor, like they were getting ready to take a tour of the actual like wreckage of the you know the the, ba- the battle scene. He's like, so uh, what happened here again? Philip Rucker, yeah, no, Philip Rucker, yes, yeah, yeah, Philip Rucker. Um, like who? Like he. He really had no clue, like the history of. It. He knew there was a big battle at Pearl Harbor, but yeah. didn't know like at what point. It happened in World War Two. Yeah. The, you know, it just. Ugh. Well, that's I mean, see, that again goes back to what I was saying about the Fox Newsification, the fictionalization of presidential policy right now. Donald Trump, all he knows about the presidency is what he has observed about the presidency on Fox News Channel. He has no sense. I mean, we had Barack Obama eight years in the White House, who was a constitutional scholar. He understands the background, the origins of the presidency, the powers of the presidency, the evolving of that role, the traditions that surround that that role in the uh, American federal government. Donald Trump doesn't understand any of that. So Donald Trump believes that whatever he has heard on Fox News Channel must be the case. So in this case, with Donald Trump... (laughs) Whatever the blondest man on screen said most recently. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Well, I mean, if he sits and listens to Fox News Channel for at least the Obama years, then he's going to hear that Obama did all of these things that Donald Trump is now trying to do. Because Donald Trump believes, according to Fox News Channel, of course, that all presidents do this shit. All presidents exploit America and foreign policy in order to coerce uh, interference in an election. He's just doing what everybody else does and we're holding him accountable, so that's so unfair. It's so terribly unfair to do this to me because all presidents did this and you crazy Democrats didn't yell at the other presidents who tried to do these things that I'm doing. It's just terrifying that someone this staggeringly ignorant is in charge of the nuclear codes. (laughs) I mean, I... I know. That's the uh, yeah. that's the thing that I, I try not to think about too often, because when I think of that, I, I'm kind of, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's going to go back. I'm kind to, of intrigued to see what John Bolton's going to do, because I think that he now has a vendetta. Yeah. Like he's pissed at the Trump administration. And I think that like his name came up. At the Parnas, I'm sorry. Well, his name came up with the Parnas thing last night. So yeah. Parnas was talking about John Bolton, too. But yeah, please continue, because, yeah, Bolton is up to his eyeballs in this shit, too. Yeah, but he was apparently another extensive note taker. 
like just yeah. constantly writing everything down. So he will have <laughs> if he decides that he wants to swing an axe at the at the Trump, you know, yeah. presidency, he knows where to hit. He right. knows where the bodies are and he's got like records, but god damn it. I just John Bolton, I remember John Bolton. I remember John Bolton's o- completely odious recess appointment to the United Nations. I know. And I've always thought he looked like again, like he's slept in his clothes like he's got like weird long stray hairs that stick off and that just like <laughs> walrus mustache yeah you know and he always he probably got like showers of dandruff like down the back of his blazer all the time you know like that's right he just ugh. on top of the natural but that's like that's washington i mean yeah. everyone i've heard like they, you know there are people who arrive in washington as sharp dressers and they immediately shed that like they drop it and become like yeah, Paul. I don't understand. There's who looks like he's been attacked by his clothes. There's a weird yeah. thing with politicians and lawyers where sometimes they have really eccentric, bizarre, nobody else has them kind of haircuts. It's, it's pure ego. It's because yeah. they are used to being the alpha dog in the room all the time and nobody ever dares interrupt them or contradict them or say, yeah. your hair doesn't look good. It's the same. The guy from Whole Foods, mm-hmm. the CEO of Whole Foods has that like little kid haircut still, yeah. you know, and it's God awful. But, you know, nobody ever says to him, hey, buddy, that haircut is so wrong. What do you, you say? I've, I've never seen the guy it. from Whole Foods. He, what does he have? Like a Buster Brown kind of Robbie wrist cousin Oliver haircut? Yeah, it's bad. It's really bad. It's sort of Gallagher-y. <laughs> Oh, that kind of haircut. It's that I'm going to make up for the fact that my hairline is running for the back of my head, you know. <laughs> That's right. So they grow the Like Donald really- Trump closing on a free Whopper bar, <laughs> you know, like. Um, yeah. Also, Parnas said yesterday that it was never about corruption. It was strictly about Burisma, which, of course, means Biden, which included. Right. Well, yeah, he says here it was strictly about Burisma, which included Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. But uh, needless to say, Joe Biden was going to handle that all on his own. Yeah. You know, he was going to I mean, he's just he's gaff prone. It's just the Joe Biden thing. He's not he's insufficiently internally edited by his brain. Yep. And it would have it would have you know, we would have gotten by the time we get close to the convention, he will have harpooned his foot. (laughs) Um, Trust me on this. I I noticed I noticed while I was away that uh, Don Jr. was making fun of Joe Biden's uh, what what Don Jr. called gibberish. He said, oh, why? How long are we going to let Joe Biden get away with talking gibberish? And that doesn't go anywhere. Like, dude, have you heard your dad? Dude, I have friends who've done cocaine with you. <laughs> and yeah. they it's like, I shouldn't say that out loud. I might get my friends in trouble, but. um. Oh, you yeah, have, wait a minute, got, wait a minute. Stop the presses. You have friends who did cocaine with Don Jr.? I can't, I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> well, that's. That it, when I said Donald Trump is running for president, that a friend of mine said, oh my God, I did so much coke with his kids. <laughs> oh man, holy shit. Well, I guess that is kind of. Breaking news. So you actually I did I had mentioned this before. No, no, you haven't mentioned this before. This is news to me. Otherwise, I would have made a bigger deal about it. But that doesn't... Uh, first of all, well, it, I should say it doesn't shock me <laughs> that Don Jr. has experience with the cocaína. But Look uh, at any picture of that guy. His eyes bulging out of his head like that. I mean, he just is always geeked out. Oh, like, my God. Yeah, yeah. Don Jr. is 1,000% Patrick Bateman. In every way, shape, and form, uh, including being a, an except that he probably doesn't have the upper body strength to really swing an axe. <laughs> That's true, except for the body. That's right. Don Jr. does not have Christian Bale's uh, physique that he had in that movie. <laughs> he barely can accommodate normal human seating. His body just doesn't seem to bend in the right places. You know? Yeah. Well, that's the Trump curse. They all have these pear-shaped right. bodies. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're just completely. Don't really- they look like they need furniture for creatures whose knees bend the other way. <laughs> I love that meme that goes around where it's all of them standing in a row. It's Eric, the president, uh, Junior, and Ivanka, and they're all standing there very awkwardly. And the caption is, <laughs> the, the Trumps coming out of their first standing class. <laughs> it's like they're just learning how to stand up correctly. And that's as best th- as they can do. It just, they always look like their human suits are itchy. <laughs> That's right. They're human suits. Almost like Vincent D'Onofrio and Men in Black. That's their human suits. Yeah, that's why Don, that's why uh, the president, that's why all the Trumps look so bizarre. Because they're Mm -hmm. wearing human suits. I would say. And one day it's going to split open. It's just going to be all like mandibles and eye stalks. And it's going to be just. (laughs) Yeah. Mandibles and eye 
high stocks. Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah, but it's not it's not the human suits that you would see a space alien wear. These are human suits that you would see Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs wear. That's what they Yeah. Yeah. They were they They're cut rate human suits. They're cut rate you know, like party city human suits that they got cheap because they got it. They know a guy who knows a guy and they got the suits from him. And they're a little little you know, wonky, but they work. <laughs> we we so save so much money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Can you imagine like Don Jr. down in his creepy basement sitting in front of a sewing machine naked? <laughs> Yeah, I think Ivanka was the one actually she supplemented the money for her human suit. So she looks less bizarre than the others because she had her own cash. That's um, right. To go ahead and go to Hong Kong and get a like top of the line one. <laughs> but she um, got she her her human suit is a sweatshop human suit. Right. That's a, <laughs> like everything else. Um oh yeah, when we come back from this next break, we gotta talk about how the the uh <laughs> the White House has what? <laughs> What were you going to say? <laughs> oh, I was just like, if we come back from this break, I'm like, God, hope, God help the audience should be so lucky. You I know, know right? That uh, we don't come back for the next break with the human suits. Uh, the, White sorry, House, folks. the White House broke the law by withholding Ukraine aid. We're going to talk about that right after these words. You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items, too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. Bubble Genius, doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. Bob Seska! This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. I have felt this way before. Been so happy, so serene. I have loved like this, I'm sure. But it was only when I dreamed. Now, this is a group called Self Animation. A song called This Is True. Another uh, another recording artist we received word of just a couple days ago. So it's got that new music smell. So thank you. Thank you to everyone for submitting your music. But again, bobseska.com slash music if you want to submit. Links in the description if you want to support all of our independent bands. And please do. This isn't about me. It's about them. Uh, we do have some breaking news, T-Rex. Yeah, um, oh, yes. Apparently, I think the uh, jurors, the Senate jurors are being signed in to the process. Says here, mm. uh, Buzz Burbank's reporting one by one, called to the clerk's desk alphabetically, regardless of party. Each senator has now signed the bound oath book in which they swore to, quote unquote, do impartial justice. <laughs> That's funny. They're going to do impartial justice. The Republicans in the Senate. Blah! <laughs> Do you think Lindsey Graham signed it with right. a pen with like a little fuzzy pink troll in the end? <laughs> this is so funny. Oh, my God. And little jingle bells hanging off of it. You know, my like God. I, peppermints I in an ink. And you have to forgive my Cape Fear <laughs> <laughs> laughing at the idea of the Republicans doing impartial justice. Yeah. It's sarcastic laughter that gets. Uh, the senators have been warned to remain silent during the House presentation, which they... Better do that, but you know they've been known to have their little outbursts. You lie, remember you, you lie. lie. Is yeah. that guy still in office? Didn't he? Ha- wasn't something happened to him that disgraced the hell out of him? Yeah, he raped someone or killed their dog or something. You know who? We, who we, I don't even remember that guy's name. Uh, you, Joe lie. Wilson. Uh, Joe Wilson. Oh my God. Yeah, South you know Carolina. What? Um, so meanwhile, we got what's his face? That jackass that's the auctioneer. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, Doug Collins. Yeah, Doug fucking Collins. Yeah, that was the great thing about my vacation there is because I didn't have to think about auctioneer Doug Collins (laughs) and his 
Oh my God! Get that guy some beer. Here tonight, here tonight, I'm there to wait to have. I need Doug Collins. I have to do it here tonight. And now tonight, here tonight, I'm not here tonight. And if you tell me, hey Bob, you're exaggerating. He doesn't really sound like that. Well, sure he does. The old rules are the new rules. The new rules are the old rules. These were new. These rules were here all along. That is an auctioneer. If I've ever heard an auctioneer, right there. Um, that is a cranium crying out for a hammer. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so the White House broke the law by withholding Ukraine aid. This is another story that uh, came down earlier today. Uh, the GAO, the General Accountability Office, uh, concluded that the White House Budget Office violated the law by withholding military aid from Ukraine. And this is, again, another example where, you know, when Congress passes a law and the president signs that law, whether it's sanctions or it's a piece of domestic legislation or whatever authorization for funding for something, then the president has to do that. <laughs> Once you're president, you don't get to say, Even well, Richard Nixon yeah. had to bow to the law that says you have to do with Congress's money what Congress has said. Yep, yep. Well, here's the uh, document from the GAO. Uh, in the summer of 2019, the Office of Management and Budget, OMB, uh, withheld from obligation funds appropriated to the Department of Defense for security assistance to Ukraine. In order to withhold the funds, OMB issued a series of nine apportionment schedules with footnotes that made all unobligated balances unavailable for obligation. That's a fancy way of saying they said no. And remember, Mick Mulvaney is still in charge of OMB, on top of being the acting chief of staff. Ugh. Yeah. Again, it just sends a visceral shudder of revulsion to me. There's just something larval about Mick Mulvaney. He <laughs> looks unformed somehow and slimy. And yeah. So what ugh. you're saying, Mick Mulvaney is a kind of a maggot or like a yep. like yeah. a yeah like some sort of grub worm that you'd find in your garden or something like that. Pre pupil yeah. sort of. But know, I mean, talk about a guy who has to multitask. I mean, he was the pilot of my flight back from Colorado the other day, so that was nice. I, I couldn't believe Mick Mulvaney's doing that too as a sideline. I hope he doesn't crash the plane. Uh, this uh, this digest. Okay, you're going to have to explain that one to me. I don't get it. <laughs> uh, that Mick Mulvaney is doing every job on the planet right now. That's the. That's oh, the I see. He's act, he was your acting pilot. He's the acting pilot in my flight. Uh, faithful execution of the law does not permit the president to substitute his own policy priorities for those that Congress has enacted into law. OMB withheld funds for a policy reason, which is not permitted under the Impoundment Control Act (ICA). The withholding was not a programmatic delay. Therefore, we conclude that OMB violated the Impoundment Control Act. So we'll see. I mean, again, I go back to my overarching thesis from watching Lev Parnas last night. If these bastards get away with this shit, there is a serious malfunction in the American system. I mean, again, here's another great example. They broke this law. They should have done this. What I would also like to see uh, a GAO look into is to whether or not the State Department has uh, actually uh, executed some of the sanctions against Russia that were passed. Uh, I think it was a little bit more than a year ago. It was like September 2018-ish. And uh, for a long time, we didn't get any official word that the sanctions passed by Congress, signed by the president, were actually implemented. Because I wonder if the State Department will respond at all to the fact that we've had an ambassador who's been apparently stalked, surveilled, and threatened. Yes, let's not underestimate that part of all of this, because that can kind of get lost in the fire hose of news. That there was talk among these mobsters that they were going to take out, they were going to assassinate an American official, and an ambassador to a nation because she was... And the president was like, she's going to go through some things. I mean, he knew. Yeah. Don Jr. knew. I mean, everyone was in the loop. I mean, Don Jr. was aware of this because the weird timing of his tweets about Yovanovitch matched their strategy. So when they're behind the scenes talking about, what do we do about Yovanovitch? You know, we got to take out, we got to whack the bitch. You know, Don Jr.'s there going, okay, tell me what to type next. And that's what he's... <laughs> that's my Don Jr. impression. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. It's good. It was good. I, that was good. What do I type? What do I do next? Eric? My name's Eric. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Eric, yeah. what, do I t- what do I put in about your mom and Mitch? What do I do about that woman? Do I say mean things about her? Or do I just say, we're going to get her? <laughs> God. Oh, it my really, God. It really... thugs. Uh, They're just thugs. They're lying sacks of shit thugs. Every single one of them. President's a thug. He's always been a thug. 
And the fact that people, so many people, so what was it, 62 million voters voted for Donald Trump. A thug, a lying thug. And their notion is that the guy who's lied 16,000 times since the inauguration alone is the only man in government who's telling the truth. That is a delusion. <laughs> that is a mass delusion on the part of those 62 million people. It's not like, again, it's not like... Well, Donald- I will refer you back to Adam Serwer, though. It's like as yeah. long as he continues to be shitty to the people that they hate, yeah. he, can, he could literally shoot someone in the middle of Fifth Avenue and get away with it. As long as he's like shitting on poor people yeah. and black people and Latinos mm-hmm. they, and, and trans people, they will do, they, they will forgive anything. Yep. They will, he could like, I mean, like just like openly rape an underage girl on camera and they would just be like, oh, well, he mm-hmm. was young and dumb. And they'd be like, it was two weeks ago. Like, well, Jesus forgives everything. Yeah. You know, it just. Uh, or if there's video of Donald Trump shooting someone on Fifth Avenue and it's aired on MSNBC and CNN, and there are articles about it in the Washington Post and the New York Times. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. I mean, actual video where he's pulling out a gun and going, okay, do you feel lucky, punk? And he pumps a, a couple of bullets into someone's brain and then walks away with his weird little limpy walk. And then... <laughs> oh, dude, well, it's, was, the, well it's, the, it's the tiptoe shoes, you know? <laughs> That's right. Everyone was looking at him walking into that stadium for that college football game the other day. I'm like, yes, he just, he has a weird walk. It's like Ned Beatty in Superman the movie. He's got that doofus kind of walk. And it's, I don't know that it's any sort of weird uh, affliction that he's got. I just think he walks in a weird way. Like, because he does everything in a weird way. Um, he gets more weird and disoriented at sundown, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you really? Mean, no, are you like, saying he's sundowning or he just, when the day yeah, is over, he no. gets weirder because he gets tired? No, I, I, he does. Like, I think that like, he has some kind of, or, I, I do believe there is some clinical phenomenon going on there that we could, that could be measured if he would actually go to a real doctor yeah. and not that weird hair farmer who just signed <laughs> the letter that Trump himself wrote or that doofus, yes. <laughs> Mr. Happy Pills at the White House, whose career he just like everything, to, you know, like everything Trump touches gets corrupted and infected and destroyed. Right. And that guy had been, I think, otherwise blameless, like public servant, and then like gets tangled up in Trump's orbit and goes out and is like, President Trump is 6'5", with a beautiful Coke bottle figure. You know, like, he's the peak of health and could strangle a man with his little finger. You know, it's just like he can swallow a whole turtle shell. It just... uh. But see, that guy, Trump's doctor, his, his weirdo doctor, is the guy who confessed to Donald Trump calling him and asking him to make up Donald Trump's... The yes. health report. No, he right? came over in the limo and just sent it up for his signature. He'd already written it. Yeah. and, he, and but, the, but this guy <clears throat> is on the record as having said that. And meanwhile, yes. all of Trump's red hats are going, well, he's, I guess he is really healthy. He's the healthiest president in the history of healthy presidents. But, but no, he just, uh, that's the, that's it's the so gaslighting. Bizarre. It's the weird. <laughs> it's so bizarre. But it's, that is so far back. I know the pile of bullshit and the pile of like completely hallucinatory delusional, like who are you going to believe the white house or your lion eyes moments? You know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's all way the way back the- to the crowd size at the inauguration. You know, like when you have um, a full hamper and you're looking for something in that hamper, like where's my extra sock? Is it in the hamper? You got to dig way down into the filth in order to get back to Donald Trump's bizarre right, the workout doctor. clothes that have started to kind of ferment. <laughs> Down there. Yeah. And then something grabs your arm and pulls you. Yeah, wait. No, that's just. Something bit me. God damn it. You know, it's just like. (laughs) (laughs) There's something weirdly sharp down there that you prick your finger with. It's just God. That's the uh, that's the thing. Again, it's all so obvious. It's all so out there. And they're still going. No, no. Why is everyone being so mean? entire Republican Party to stand there and be like, what he said. Yeah, right, right. You know? I mean, even if they have, like, you know, his actual poop, like, dripping from their faces. <laughs> They're like, I don't have my head up his ass. I'm just saying what's right. You right, know? right. Like, oh, I'm sorry geez. I've got this shit on my face. Actually, I'm not sorry. There's no shit on my face. You're just seeing things. It's fake news that there's shit on my face. Um, okay. I really wanted someone in the house to just turn to them and be like, what are y'all doing? Like, what are you doing, really? Because I'm curious. Just you're, you're standing here parroting Kremlin talking points. Yeah. And you're saying that you're the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if nothing else, 
we should at least come out of the other side of this with no one questioning the patriotism of Democrats, but it won't happen. Yeah. Like by the time this is over, the media will still be telling you that Democrats hate the military and that, you know, it's. <laughs> I mean, at any point, did someone go, even one of these fucking goombas who surround Donald Trump and Rudy Giuliani, did any of them at some point go, hey, you know, guys, this is probably not a good idea because it's really flimsy and stupid and obvious. But I, did anyone do that, or did they all just get drunk on their power? They're all standing around at Trump, inside Trump International Hotel, just getting hammered and talking about how great they are yeah. and how invincible they are. Maybe that's it. The, night, the people I really feel for are the men that had to share locker rooms with them at various health clubs and schitzes and spas around the world as they walked around with their cogs drooping and you know completely uncovered. <laughs> Because the uglier and more disgusting and older you are at the gym, the less you wear around the locker room. It's a you're, documented fact. You're so right. That is the rules. That, those are, that's the law when it goes. The more anyone might want to look at you, the more you hide behind your locker door and like take your shorts off with a towel around your waist. You know, it's like. That's right. I can totally see Rudy Giuliani just skulking around the health club, just long right. balls just carry back down to his you know, knees and, ugh, yeah <laughs> and just like with this like you know unlit cigar in the locker room like talking about the yeah yeah two the words dinks and the dinks and the donks and the bitches and the you know like, <laughs> two words skin tags oh no, no, no goodbye no. we're not doing that to show i'm sorry Post-mortem in fact show. i don't even know who you are <laughs> we're not friends show. anymore coming up next patreon.com slash bob seska show bye-bye 2020, a new year. It's the perfect opportunity to take your business to the next level by hiring the right people. But finding qualified candidates can be challenging. ZipRecruiter.com slash begin makes it easy. ZipRecruiter sends your job to more than 100 of the web's leading job boards. But they don't stop there with their powerful matching technology. ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes and finds people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one, spotlighting the top candidates so you never miss a great match. It's so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash B-E-G-I-N. ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.